Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Welcome tonight to the Bible study. I believe our day has been so great. And we are most privileged to partake one more time in the study of the Word of God. I want to appreciate everyone and welcome you today to church. Welcome to the family. Welcome to our gathering together. Tonight, I'm excited one more time to bring to you God's Word and share with you the mind of God and the thoughts of God. Um, if you are just joining us today, you're welcome. This is the church at Ogba, Lagos, Nigeria. We meet online every Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturdays. And we meet in church um, Sunday 9 to 12. Between 9 and 11, past 11, we have service. And then 11 to 12, thereabout, we have a um, uh, discipleship class. Well, we'll be starting the class this Sunday. So I want you to prepare for our discipleship class. It's going to be for everyone in church as we start. But I want to assure you that you are going to be blessed tremendously um, by these sessions um, of the Word. Um, so I want to welcome everyone um, tonight to the Bible study. Um, I hope you have your Bible, your notes tonight and everything to write. And then take note. And if you did not listen to last, uh, the last Bible study, I want you to get the link and listen to it. Visit that message again. It will, it will bless you um, as a woman, as a man, um, boy, girl, youth, teenager, whatever. It will bless you. Um, God's word is never, it's never weak. It's always active and always living. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Um, I want to thank the Lord tonight and welcome everybody to the Word today. I want to appreciate the media team. The Lord bless you richly in Jesus' name. Um, thank you for helping out. Brother um, Emmanuel, thank you for transcribing. Brother Laulu and Pastor Yinka. Brother Sunday, thank you. Uh, as always, um, like they were saying in Yoruba, Eshewai Babubu. Thank Thank you for our all, all the time. That's how it's, it's said in, in, um, in, uh, in English. Alright, tonight we're going to continue from where we stopped. I know that some, some men are praying that I don't talk about the, the, the expectation of, of the fathers and the husbands. And um, I, I, I promise to disappoint you by the grace of God. I'm coming at you. Hallelujah. God's word is coming for you and um, it's coming to show you light. And so let's be patient as we study today. Um, our working text is James chapter 2, this Bible study, and I want you to take note as we move. James chapter 2, verse 14 to 26. Um, I'll do a, a brief recap before I continue my thought line today. James chapter 2, hallelujah, verse 14 to 26. The Bible says that. Uh, um, the, the next of that of that scripture um, is that we must put corresponding action to our faith, and, and that faith without works is dead. You know there are many believers that pretend to talk about faith without action. The way we live our lives doesn't show that we understand what faith is. And um, you see, to show that we have faith, we must live like people of faith. And then James chapter 1, verse 22 25 says, Be ye doers of the word, be ye doers of the word, not hearers only, um, deceiving your own selves. If any hears the word and does not do it, it's like a man or a woman beholding his or her face in a natural glass, um, and he going forth, forgetting what manner of man or woman he was. Hallelujah. Say, but he that beholds and looks at the perfect law of liberty. Now, mark that word law. See, the Bible is called what? The perfect law of what? Liberty. Wow. That means there's liberty in the world. When you are looking for true liberty, true freedom, 
you find it in the world. Do you know some, some, some women, emancipation people, think that they are, they are actually freeing themselves from, 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 from the world by, by, by doing uh, woman freedom. I don't know what they call it. No, the true liberty is, is obeying God's word. It says, for he that continues in the world, he that, he, that, he, 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 he that beholds the perfect law of liberty, the perfect law of liberty, uh, and continues in it. He not being a word, a forgetful hearer, but the doer of the work. So there's work. Hallelujah. You know, yesterday, uh, also, I and my wife were going out. One of the things I observe right now is that she's more quiet now. She's looking like, she's looking forward. Praise God. Hallelujah. It's part of it. So don't, don't now go. All right. We're all learning. We're all improving. We're all improving in God. So it's not about keeping quiet. No. All right. It's about reverence. It's about understanding. It's part of it. All right. We are growing through a just. Every woman, every girl, every woman are just to the word of God. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. So you see, God's word is, is impacting us. He's building us. So he that is he he the doer of the work. So there's a work of faith. Please not everybody say what it means. There's a work of faith. Hallelujah. Um, let me say this before I continue and then I want to read Psalm, Psalm 19. It's going to be a very interesting read tonight and I will continue. Now, let me say this, that, you know, there's a hymn we used to sing, God give us Christian homes. It's not so much about prayer, it's about obedience. God has told us in his word how to have Christian home. So we don't so much pray. Prayer is good. I'm not, I'm not disparaging prayer. But he has given us the pattern by which we must have Christian homes. And what is it? Obeying the word. You see, in the sight of God, the woman is not inferior to the man. No. We are equal in creation, but our roles for fulfilling God's plan are different. The man and the woman are equal in creation. They have spirit, soul and body. So we are equal in creation. No man is superior to a woman. And no man is superior to a man in creation. But our roles in fulfilling God's plan are different. Talk with me tonight to Genesis 35. Let me show you that. You know this Bible study, Genesis 5. I'm going to read verses 1 and 2. Genesis 5, 1 and 2. Let me show you something there. I've shown you before, but it's good to see it again. The Bible says, This is the book of the generation of Adam in the day that God created man. In the likeness of God made he him. Male and female created he them and blessed them and called their name what? Adam. So you see, they are Adam. But our roles are different. And God had so instituted it. Hallelujah. And the purpose of the home is for the kingdom. That the read Ephesians, he likens Christ and the church to husband and wife. It's for the kingdom. In fact, if, if you want to know why there's so much, why is it that there's so much divorce in the world today? So much dysfunctional homes. You find one woman raising children, one man raising children. Why? It's because Satan is against families. He wants to destroy. He wants to bring trouble. In Tio you make it big. When there's nothing, they ask, why are you fighting? You can't go explain. Can't you see that it's not ordinary? No, it's ordinary. So you are the one that will guard your life, guard your home. And, 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 and incidentally, the Bible has told us who builds the home. And amazingly, it's women. Say, a wise woman builds a home. But a foolish one pulls it up with what? Her own hands. Wow. So I want you to understand the enormity of the of the responsibility God has given you. So if it's your duty as you want to build your home, be sure that the enemy will come at you and come against your home. You see, actually, in the sight of God is a woman that was made that her home works. 
Because your home actually is hers. Amen. Talk to me tonight to First Timothy chapter three. First Timothy three. Let me just show you a few things before we read Psalm nineteen, and then I I, I make some allusions, and then and then we can continue as the Lord help us tonight. First um, Timothy three. Let's read. I want us to read just three verses, verses two, four, and five. It says, "A pastor or a bishop or an elder." Then must be what? Blameless. The husband of one wife. You see that? So God also said, before anyone can, can become a pastor, he must be a husband of one wife. Hallelujah. So God knows the role of women, even in the call, even in ministry. Even in assisting their husbands. So if your husband is not in ministry, he also has a role in God. You are, you are, you are God, God, God gave you to him. Or God gave him to you, whichever way, for his purpose. And notice that everything God has interest at, the devil always wants to what? Destroy it. So it's you that will guard your territory. Amen. Come down to verse 4 and 5. One that ruleth well his own house, having his children in submission with, with gravity. For if a man know not how to rule his own house, how shall he take care of the church of God? So you see how God is linking this thing together. So actually this thing is, is, a, is a matter of the kingdom. And if the, if, the, if the devil succeeds in separating the family, then he can infiltrate. You see, Jesus said in the Gospels that before you can, you can plunder the house of a strong man, what do you do first? You have to bind him. When you want to catch a dog or, or, or steal somebody's house, you, you, you have to distract the dog. You see, every time you quarrel and fight as husband and wife, the devil is trying to distract you from something important. Let me say it again. Anytime you have a diayidi, anytime you have misunderstanding, the devil is out to distract you. So the earlier you say, Mabinu, let's kill this, the better for everyone. You see, where was, do you know the reason the, the, um, Satan got at Eve? Because Adam was not present. If Adam were with her, the devil would definitely not have what? Succeeded. So the moment he tries to isolate you through any form of strife or quarrel or misunderstanding, he's aiming at something. He wants to get something. He wants to take something. Never forget that. Hallelujah. So we must be watchful. And do you notice that when, when, when he deceived the woman, God came back to judge him with family. He said, and the seed of the woman. You see, God placed high premium on families. So we must, we must understand that as women of God, as, God, as daughters of Zion. It is your role to build your own home. So he said, the seed of the woman shall bruise your head. So, so there's something about the family. In fact, in the end of times, in Revelation chapter 12, um, let's turn it tonight. Turn to Revelation chapter 12. Let me show you something there. We're going to read verses 1 to 5, to 5. I want to show you what, what happened. Why is he after the family? Revelation chapter 12, verses 1 to 5. And there appeared a great wonder in heaven, a woman clothed with with the sun and the moon under her feet, and upon her head a crown of twelve stars. 
And she being with the child cried, travailing in birth and pain to be delivered. And there appeared another wonder in heaven. And behold, a great red dragon, that is the devil, having seven horns and ten horns, and seven crowns upon his head. And he still drew the third part of the star of heaven. That's, that's the devil, you know that. And did cast down did cast them to the earth, and a dragon stood before the, the woman, which was ready to be delivered, for to devour her child as soon as it was born. And she brought forth a man-child, who was to rule all nations with a rod of iron, and her child was cut up unto God and to the throne. Now, this Jesus, but see, he came through a family. He knows that the great undoing of his work on earth will come through a family. And that's why he's attacking every home. But there's a role of every woman. Now, let me say this to you. Turn with me tonight to uh, Psalm 19. Psalm 19. Psalm 19, we want to read verses 7 to 14. Psalm 19. Um, from verse 7, let me tell you this. You know, I said yesterday when we looked at Second uh, Timothy, I mean Second Peter, chapter one from verse sixteen, there was this is for for there's no for for for, for the prophecy has no word private word interpretation. Is 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 there? This is the plan of God. Amen. And if we can just follow the model of God, we'll have peace in our lives. 17 verse 7. The law of the Lord is what? Perfect. Now, what's the law? You see, you see we read in James that, that he that, 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 that looked into what? The perfect law of what? Liberty. So, whatever we find in the Bible is perfect. So, the perfect. It may not be in popular terms with the world. In any case, we are not called to be conformed to this world. Romans 12 verse 3 Be not conformed to this world but be transformed by the renewing of your mind that ye may know and come to accept that perfect exact will of God. Hallelujah. So we are not called to conform to the world. So our, 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 our living out our lives is not based on, on what the world says. It's based on what the word of God says. We are meant to be the life. We are meant to show the world how to live. We don't take our cues from women of the world. No, we take it from the Bible. That's what it says here. The law of the Lord is perfect. Converting the word, the soul. The testimony of the Lord is sure, making wise the simple. The statutes of the Lord are right, rejoicing the heart. The commandment of the Lord is pure, enlightening the eyes. Hallelujah. You see, it will enlighten your eyes. It will rejoice your heart. It will make you wise. It will convert you. Hallelujah. Praise God. The fear of the Lord is clean, enduring forever. The judgments of the Lord are true and righteous all together. See, God's word is righteous. It is not you that determine what is right or wrong. It's God. God is the center of the morality of believers. Amen tonight. Verse 10. More to be desired a day than gold, yea, than much fine gold. Sweeter also than honey and the honeycomb. Moreover, by them is thy servant warned. That means he corrects us. He rebukes us. And in keeping of them is Give me of them this great reward. Verse 12. Who can understand his errors? Cleanse me thou from secret faults. Keep back thy servant also from presumptuous things. Let them not have dominion over me. Then shall I be upright, and I shall be innocent from the great transgression. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, my strength and my redeemer. Praise God. He's showing to us that believers, we must understand the, the, 
the infallibility of the word and what the word can do for us. The Bible says it, it converts, it makes us wise, it, it cleanses us, it brings rejoicing, it, 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 it rebukes and corrects us. Amen. Praise God. So, so it's our guide, it's our compass. It's the compass for our family. It's the compass for our behavior. So it tells us exactly how to behave. Amen. So in the mind of God, what is the hierarchy? Please let us follow me. Hallelujah. What is the structure in the mind of God when he made a family? It's in the Bible. Once we can find it, follow it, will it peaceably? Talk with me tonight to 1 Corinthians 11. 1 Corinthians 11 verse 3. 1 Corinthians 11 verse 3. Are we there? I read. But I will have you to know. So we know this. It's not contentious. We're not arguing who is ahead, who is... Who is to submit? Why not? You know, you know, when people say male man, female man, forget it, it's rubbish. They don't like male man, female, female man. There's man and woman. When people start using those terms, they are, they, are, they are pushing for equality. Male man, female man. It's male and female. Man and woman. Hallelujah. Let each one know his role. And fulfill it. First Corinthians 11 says, But I would have you know that the head of every man is who? Christ. And the head of the woman is who? The man. Simple. And the head of Christ is God. Wow. That means Christ also has the head. And do you know that Christ always is in subject to the Father? Woo! Jesus never went contrary to the will of God. In fact, at a point where he cost him his life, he says, he said, my father, my father, if it, be, if it is possible, let this call pass over me, but not my will, but your will. There are times your husband will demand some things that are difficult to do. You are tired. Yeah, you are, you are, you are, it's hard. But sometimes you must have strength in love to do it. I don't want you to be ignorant. He says, for the head of every man. So the husband's head is Christ. That means the husband also is not on his own. It is under authority. That means he too must understand Christ. He too must be led. That means, that means, that means no man must demand submission if he's not submitted also to Christ himself. You see, submission is easy for the woman when the man is also in submission to Christ. I'm coming to men. But you must know, it's clear. The Bible says that the head of the man is Christ, the head of the woman is the man, and the head of Christ is God. So this is the order. I've not seen anybody that's able to talk to you say, can you talk to your head? Your pastor's head and just no, you can't because it's not been given for man to talk to his head. For all your faculty, all your reasoning, all your your is in the head, and that's why the head is is, is always well protected. Ephesians 5. I'm just saying this so we know. So, it's, so, so when they talk all these things, you can, you can hold a biblical perspective. That's why, as a woman, you can't buy a house without your husband knowing. You can't, there, there, there are things you can't do behind him because it's just against scripture. Hallelujah. Ephesians 5. Ephesians 5. Let's read verses 22 and 24. Wives, submit your 
serves unto your own husbands as unto the Lord. For the husband is the head of the wife, even as Christ is the head of the church, and he is the savior of the body. Therefore, as the church is subject unto Christ, so let the wives be to their own husbands. In how many things? In how many things? In everything. That's what God wants. In everything. Not in some things. No, these things I won't tell you. No, in everything. That's how, that's how, that's how we, 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 we cover for, for, for the openings that, that, that the enemy wants to Do you know that sometimes one of the things that cause people to marriage to crash is when the husband told that the wife has built the house. And, 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 and didn't tell him. Or, or she's doing one investment. And she's keeping from the boss, she's doing one and job. And the man doesn't know. The Bible says, we, 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 in the verse 24, it says, it says, it says, it says, we, we, the wife submit with the husband in everything. Nothing exclusive, nothing excluded. Hallelujah. If I want to give something to my parents, my wife knows. In fact, most times she's the one that even instigates it. If I'm giving anything to my siblings, my wife knows. Hallelujah. I don't hide anything from her. If I'm giving anything to her family, we both know. So, I, I, as, 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 a, as a husband, I don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't do things secretly when it comes to money. As a wife too, you don't, you, you, you don't expend your money secretly. These are the things that cause friction in homes. Be open one to another. Play your role as unto the Lord and let the man to play his role as unto the Lord. Please, just follow me. I'm, I'm building up this Bible study. Hallelujah. You see, the Bible did not say that women should be submissive to men. No. It makes it clear that women should submit to who? Their own husbands alone. So can God ask this from you too much? It's like God saying, bring the tithes. Give me 10%. You take 90 Hallelujah. It's to your husband alone. It's only your husband that is your Lord. Every other man is for himself. Let them look over their own wives. But no woman is called in the Bible to submit to other men. Hallelujah. Titus 2, told me tonight. Titus 2. Titus 2 verse 5. No woman should submit to a pastor. Okay, let me say it again. Because the pastor is somebody is somebody else's husband. Now what what is submit to what I mean? I'm not saying look obey. Now I'm a pastor, I'm sharing, I'm preaching I'm, Yeah. But I cannot call you and, and have you disobey your husband. Because I'm your pastor. There are some women that respect their pastors more than their husbands. No, you are not supposed to do that. You are not supposed to respect your, your, or, or, or honor your pastor more than you honor your husband. The degree to which you honor your pastor is what you honor your, your husband with. Do not put somebody else ever above your husband, no matter who the person is. I know in this church, we are well taught. Some people go to prophet. It's what prophet says. In fact, they are finished what prophet should do before they will tell their husband. In fact, sometimes they tell them, don't tell your husband. The moment they tell you, don't tell anybody. Be sure that there's something sinister under it. So no woman is called to be subject to any other man apart from, that's the will of God. Titus 2. Titus, Philemon, Hebrews, James. Titus 2, 
Let's read verse 5 together. Let me show you that so you know. He says, to be discreet, now I'm talking about women here, chaste, keep us at home, good, obedient to their own husbands, that the word of God may not be what? Blasphemed. Obedient to what? Their own. That's what I want to write. Their own husbands. So it's specific. So teaching this doesn't make the woman inferior to all men. So No, no, no. It's to your husband alone. And that's what God is required of you. Hallelujah. And this is Christian women. I'm not talking to the world. I'm, I'm laying to you today by the will and the counsel of God. I'm talking to daughters of Zion, people who have been regenerated in the call of God. This is how Christian women should live. Coming back to our text, first chapter, I mean, chapter uh, one, Ephesians tonight. What, what, what must we along this line? Ephesians five. Ephesians five. Let's read verse, verse twenty-two, and then we'll read Colossians three eighteen. How we there? Who is the wife supposed to submit to? Say, wives, submit yourself unto your own. That's the word I'm going to get here. Your own. You see, it's your own. Your own husbands. Tonight, lastly, Colossians 3. Colossians 3, 18. Wives, submit yourselves unto your own husbands as his feet in the Lord. You see the again there? God expects Christian women, Christian wives, to submit to their husbands, not to every other man outside. And this kind of submission, see tonight, this word, for someone, it might, it might be to convert, for someone, it might be to encourage, someone, it might be to correct, someone, it might be to bring rejoicing, but whichever one is coming to you, make amends. The, the purpose of this submission and the motivation for you is that it's coming from the Lord and it's fitting to God. Same song just read down. Colossians 3.18. Let's read carefully. Wise. You see, thank God that God did not make this ambiguous. It's as clear as what? As it can be. Because he knows that if it's ambiguous, there will be different in, in, Even as clear as this is, people are still interpreting their own way. Not to mention, it is not clear reason. And the purpose we preach this, one, is because it's the word of God. Two, it brings peace and joy in our homes. Three, it brings prosperity in the homes. Four, it makes the will of God to thrive upon the earth. It's the will of God. He brings joy in the home. He brings prosperity in the home. And it makes God's plan for the earth to come to pass. He said, As it is fit. In Yoruba says, Boshieto. That means, Please help me now. When he says, Boshieto, as what she get. That means there's a way. Are you following me? Um, there's a set pattern. There is an expectation. This is the expectation of the Lord. It is not the man. No man prayed to be born a man. He was born a man. No man prayed to be born a woman. She was born a woman. And God never makes a mistake. God has made us fearfully and wonderfully. We are the handiwork of His hands. He took our time and He put in us our purpose and destinies when we are being born. So He has wired into you the power of a woman. 
He has wired into you the grace of a woman. And he has enabled you to serve as a woman. You know, I do say this, and I mean it. I wish I was a woman, not a wrong way. I will, I will be a good woman. I will do it with all my power. Because it's a function of my role, not my position. My position before God is great, but my role is to help on earth. And as empowered me, so see, it as it feet. Ephesians 5. 22. Ephesians 22. Let, let, let me read from here. He says, Wives, submit to your own husbands as unto the Lord. Now, it means, it means you submit to them. It's just clear. As unto the Lord. The problem many people have is that they've not known the Lord. For you can't fully submit to your husband when you've not learned submission to the Lord. So every time you submit to your husband, you're not praying to him. You are submitting actually to who? To the Lord. And he will reward you. He will protect you. He will justify you. He will, he will, he will reward you. He will crown your glory. Ephesians 6. He was talking to the master. He said, 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 and he said, he said, don't, don't, don't walk with eyes that is as men please God. Do it as what? Unto the Lord. This, I think, this is the perspective, this is the culture of the Christian church. This is how we live in our community. But this truth has been, has been, has been so far and pushed aside because, 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 because of, because we've allowed the world to creep it into the church. We must begin to reorder and guard the principles of God for our living. The word fit is a word appropriate. And I want to, I, I, I beg our wives, our mothers, our, our, our sisters, to begin to learn this and grow in it and know and not live a defensive and, and cantacorous life with our men and our husbands. For this is fit. This is the purpose. This is the plan of God. What are we supposed to do as women to our men? What? Yesterday we read in first chapter, I mean, um, 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 uh, 2 Peter 1 that we read, I think, from 7. Yeah, am I correct? Yes, um, let me check there tonight, um, so you can make reference to it shortly after now. Um, Peter, thank you Lord, hallelujah. Okay, um, Second Peter 3, is that, let me just tell you myself, okay, sorry, First Peter 3 from verse 1, we read through yesterday through to verse 6. The first thing we, 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 we talked about was communication, conversation, mass and sad, sorry, mass, and our sisters. God expects you to communicate honorably with your husband. You know, sometimes when men drive, women are very, very attacking. Did you see? Did you see? Be careful. It's natural, but you must control that, that, that instinct. Please, never tell your husband, why can't you provide for us? Can't you see other men? What is wrong with you, sir? You can't do me anything. Who do you think you are? You are provoking something. Your conversation... God, God expects of you. Now, it's not easy, but you're going to learn it. You're going to work on yourself by the word and by prayer. Yeah, you're going to work on yourself. I'm saying that, alright? You, you, you learn to work. This is how godly women speak as the Bible. You know, some of us, our role models are Beyonce, and most of them, this one that's Oprah Winfrey, 
very clearly your role models. Some people they 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 are their role models are some pastors' wife. You know, I was telling my wife recently. I said. There are people, they are pastors, as they are living home, they are fighting to live home. No, it's true, it's common, I've seen around. And as the great church, okay, let's go now. Tabadi, Amabe, that's when we come back, we start. And in short, everything will look normal, but it's not. Both the man and the woman must understand their roles and be able to serve Jesus. And that's why I want to beg us, don't be in a hurry to jump into a relationship. Find out about the man and the woman properly. So conversation. We must watch our words as, as a women. Two, we must reverence our husbands. How do we how do we want to waste reverence? Is 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 how we take care of them, how we serve them when they are eating. Now I'm not saying this, Rabbi, no, 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 just do it. It's, it's natural, it's scripture. Be, be around them, you know, you know, you know. Yeah, it's it's a family. Don't be distant. Just cook the food and throw it there. Like eat and die or eat and leave. No. Sure not. Be around him. Encourage him. You know, sometimes that, that is all he needs to fire for the next day. Don't let him start choking before you bring water. Put the water there. If you are so tired, you can call him. Please, darling, please help me with the water. I'm, 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 I'm bringing the food. Yeah, he will help me. And the other you can call him. Please, I'm tired. Can we put food together? Yes, we'll come and stay with you. You know, you know there's something about, about kind words. Not saying that. Show the board me. Ibamare. Render. No, you don't talk like that. You, 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 there are ways to bring them out. There are ways to draw the grace of God out of man. Listen, no, uh, uh, no man will have a woman full of grace and be, no. The thing that brings part is when you say, give me, I give you. The woman, the woman that steps in, that's bound to the problem. So we reference. We have inner beauty. You know, some, some, some people, they are always concerned about, about buying this. You didn't buy me shoes. You didn't buy me dress. You didn't, you didn't, you didn't buy me new things. What, what, what? See my friends, they, they have their own issues. No, no, that, that, that is good. But, 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 you, there's also the inner beauty. That's the Bible. The inner beauty comes from the world and your, and your desire to please the Lord and fulfill your role by taking care of your home, your children, and your husband. That's the will of God. God never designed that a woman will work morning to Sunday, come back 11 p.m. at night. It's not the will of God. I, I don't recommend that for any family. I don't recommend any woman to work from morning till night. Every day. I'm not saying don't work. But don't be the one that goes in the morning and comes back to every night. Be in the board meetings. I don't recommend that. Because it's not scriptural. Find a work that you can do that will give you time for your home. That's the role. That's the call. That's your calling in God. I don't care what men are choosing to do. For according the rules of men, we will get men's results. But for he that sows, he does not sow shall do what? Shall it also work? He that sows into life, shall live life everlasting. It's a beauty of the heart. Don't, don't, don't stray away. Now, please listen again. I'm not saying men should not work, I'm not meant to work. Of course you should. Whatever take a walk that brings you back home 11 p.m., 10 p.m. at night, you go in the morning. You don't see your children. You, you, you don't take your husband for, for, for days until Sunday. And Sunday says, No, you're tired. You are what? Fagged out. God will give you wisdom. But this is the will of God. The Bible talks about the meek and quiet spirit, which is in God's sight a great price. Meek. God wants you to be meek. Meek means gentle. You know, sometimes it's not easy. But you have to be meek and gentle. 
Bible says we are daughters of Abraham of, of Sarah. He was full of love and obey God's word. Tonight, as I close, I'll take on from there next time with the husbands. I want us to read again, everybody. First Peter three. Let's turn that everybody. Let's read verse one to six. Let's read everybody. This is the will of God. This is the commandment of the church. You see, if there's one thing that devil is after today in the world is to destroy God's word, to make it of non-effect. He has commissioned scholars, even in seminars and Bible schools, to counter these things. But we must hold on to this truth. We hold this truth to be self-evident in God. This is the will of God. God loves his, his female children. God loves his daughters. And he has put in them something special that brings glory. For without the women folk, the church can't be where it is today. So there's no, there's no, there's no argument of, of, of supremacy or authority. No. We have different roles. That's just how God has made us. And the devil is after the home. But I want to submit to you tonight, church, that the responsibility for guarding your home is placed on who? The wife. The responsibility for making a successful marriage is not so much with the man, it's so much with the wife. And how do you do that? By following God's laid down principle. His laws are perfect. It's right. It's righteous. It's sweet. You don't know the sweetness of these things until you begin to practice it. I dare you practice these things. I beg you practice them. You will see a difference in your home immediately. Amen. Amen. First Peter 3. Let's turn everybody to that then as we read to close. From verse 1. Everybody, are we there? Let's read together. Likewise, ye wives. It's okay. Maybe before we do. you know why God prepared on these things? Because he's the one that established the married world institution. And, and the Lord has given us the principle by which we must live by. If you want to see the will and the mind of God, you find it in the Word of God. If you want to see how you truly look, look at the mirror. The mirror of the Word is the perfect pattern of how God expects us to live on earth. And the more Holocaust instruction, the more light we show, the more glory that comes, the more power that is released in our world. Verse 1. Likewise, ye wives, be in subjection to your own husbands, that if any obey not the word, they also may without the word be won by the conversation of their wives. While they behold your chaste conversation coupled with fear. Whose adorning let it not be that outward adorning of plaiting the hair and of wearing of gold, but of putting on or putting on apparel, but let be the hidden man of the heart in that which is not corruptible, even the ornament of a meek and quiet spirit, which is in the sight of God of great price. For after this manner in the old time, the holy women also, who trusted in God, adorned themselves, being in subjection unto their own husband. Now notice the holy women. Do you notice that when, 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 when 
when Ali's wife, that's Rebecca, was coming with, 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 um, is it Kilimanjaro now? The, the, yes, Kenyaza. When she spotted Ali, she asked, Who is that? She said, That's my Lord, that's your husband. What did she do? She alighted from the horse and did what? Took a veil and covered herself. That's the holy women, praise God. This is how they lived. It's not for me tonight. This, so, the Bible says we should, we should follow our women, we should follow the holy women. So, what did she do? She came from her house. Yes, she was on a horse. But when it comes to your husband, you must come down on the horse. When you are going out, climb your horse and go out. When you give up home, come down from the horse. Take your bill and submit. That's the will of God. That's how the home is designed to function. Well, the moment the role is reversed, there's trouble. The moment there's a reversal of role, prayer cannot save it. For if the foundation or if the truth of the word is destroyed, there is nothing the righteous even can do. So, so the, the, the pattern is that, is that we, 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 we respect the word and the Lord. And in that sense, we, we obey our husbands. So he said, the, 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 the holy men of old, they adorn themselves. Hallelujah. They, 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 they adorn themselves. I'm not sure it's going to come. Okay. Just hold up for a moment. The power just went out. It will come back now. So I can see. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Okay. It says, Being in such a long husband, even as Sarah, that is the head of the matriarch, There's no better way to say this to you. There's no better way to bring this picture to illustrate this to you. God has used everything to explain by the Holy Spirit what He expects of godly women. Even as Sarah obeyed. She said, I obeyed. But if you look at their marriage, actually, Abraham obeyed more, Sarah more. But because she has learned obedience to him. So when she gives, she brings the situation, he always does what? Follows because she also is in submission to Abraham. Obeyed Abraham, calling him Lord, the Lord that is small letter L. Whose daughters are. You know, when I say this sometimes, how can we call out one Lord? You dare not enter in a court of law and address the judge as Mr. What do you call him? You say, my Lord, if you can call a, a, a one judge that you know that if you see him outside, you are busy. But once you are in his court, you call him Ulua Me Kai. That's why I'm not going to be God. But you see, Milo, Milo, they do it as, as though it's, it's no, it's not. It's instead of L O R D. People call judges laws without ones. But we find ones in calling our husbands law. People in going God see. Can you imagine that? Now I'm not saying people start calling my Lord. Now you are no, no, no. It's not sarcastic. It's, it's something we do from the heart. Is how the church should live. I'm telling you, there's nothing far from the truth. I'm telling you tonight. That is the plan of God for how a Christian couple should be. It's become difficult because over the years it's been fought and resisted by the devil. So now the lie is now truth. The truth is now difficult to follow. But find God for his word, which is, see, this is how the, the women of all lived. And Sarah, our mother, laid the foundation and showed us the pattern by calling Abraham God. So what it says now. Next line. Everybody read with me. Whose daughters ye are? 
as long as you do well. That means if you don't do these things, you are not her daughter. Amen. And not afraid with amazement. Tonight, I've taken two teachings to talk about women, not because of anything, but because of their important role. Very key in the church. Our church is as strong as our women. You know, sometimes we're not at home, they're the ones holding the home front. Sometimes we are praying, they're the ones staying back and holding up. We need to have strong women who understand the call of God. So that when we are doing something in church, they're not offended. Why are they going to take it long? No. You are chaste. You are gentle. You are, you are, you are treat with kindness. You understand the heart of God. Because what, what they are doing is of God. What He went to do is of the Lord. So that's the close. I watched one movie recently. It's a movie about how Jesus called Peter. And Peter was married. And then when he got his wife, he was like that. We were just sitting and, and, and just competing. And she said to him, I've known to be a very strong and agile man. I know that there's something great about you. That the Messiah will find something that he needs in you. Don't be afraid of me. Go and serve God. He's the Messiah we've been waiting for all these years. And now he has come. Don't you are married to me. But let, not, let not your be married to me. Hinder the plan of God for your life. But agree to what? Agree to man. I want to challenge you today. Bring out the best in your husband. Let the ministry flourish in his hands. Let his, 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 his work be made known. Let his joy rest. Let his heart rest. Be his support. Be his pillar. Be his strength. Be his confidence. Be everything God wants you to be to him. Pray for him. Support him. Talk kindly to him. Honor him. Respect him. That is the will of the Lord. For you in Christ Jesus. Tonight, I'm going to close here. I want to believe that you've been blessed by these words, like I have been. But remember, it is not the hearer of the word. Please, and please again. Remember, it is not the hearing of the word that brings the blessing. Is what? It is the doing. That's why before you follow any pastor, find out is he doing the thing he's saying. Acts 1, verse 1. The things that Jesus began to not turn to everybody. Acts 1, verse 1. Let the woman turn and see. Everybody talk to Let's turn there as we close. Acts 1, verse 1. We're going to read that tonight and close. Remember, folks, it is not in the hearing. It is not in the blame apportion, no, it's in the, it's, it's in the adjustments we need to make. Serve your husbands well. Call them in the afternoon. Have you eaten today? What have you done? My wife calls me when I'm out. She calls me when I'm away. Have you taken water? She finds out how I'm doing. Call your husband. Get involved in his life. Be, 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 be compassionate with him. Uh, I don't know what to say. But she doesn't bring out the grace of God in you. Don't get too busy that you forget him. God didn't call you to be busy to forget your home. I said again. God did not call you to be so busy that you forget your family. Never get so busy that you neglect what God has asked you to do. Acts 1 verse 1. The former treaties have I made, O Theophilus, of all that Jesus began both to do and teach. So Jesus did everything he preached. It is not the hearing that brings the blessing, it's in the adjustment. So tonight I challenge you, make the adjustment according to the word. 
make adjustment in line with the word. And it's in the doing of the word that the blessing and the grace of God comes. I pray tonight our home will be blessed. I pray that we receive grace to be doers. These things will not be hard for you to do. These things will not be difficult for you to implement. The Spirit of the Lord will come upon you and energize you from inside to be able to do. God will make your home a place of rest and life. That the birds of the air will come and nest and find solace. When the people of the world are confused about how they should run their families, when they look at you, you become a perfect example of the world. They will not need to read the Bible. They will read your lives and see what the Word has said. Because the glory of the Lord shall shine on you. His mercy shall be seen. The purpose of God for your family, the contribution your family should bring into the end time harvest, the Lord will reveal to both of you in your times of reflection. In this season, there will be great rest in your homes. Everything that you broken down, the Lord shall bring it together. I command a raising up. Every altar broken down by strife and quarrels and misunderstanding. I pray tonight for every home and everyone is to be. The strength to build it comes on you. You have torn down in times past. It's time for you to start building back. And every tool you need, every equipment you need to build this home back, the Lord will supply. You will not be short of equipment. You will not be short of tools. You will be short of words. You will be short of mercy. You will be short of love. You will be short of kindness. You will be short of resources to build. Your children shall call you blessed. I say to you, woman, your children shall call you blessed. Your husband's name shall be mentioned at the gates because of you. When things matter, he will be favored because of you. You see, in the old time, our patriarchs were blessed because of their wives. Abraham got blood from Abimelech because of his wife. Jacob got blessings because of his wife. The Lord will cause it to be to attract blessing to your husband. The Lord will cause his glory to come on you. God's angel will stand in defense for you. God will bring you to rest. That thing in your heart you have prayed for, for your home, it will come. That provision you have wished for and, and wished for, your hope it will come. Because it's coming from you from the right heart. I declare rest. I declare peace. I declare joy. Every broken fence, every broken wall, I command them to be built. Those walls are being built right now. The fence is being made up right now. And your home is fortified. It's not a place for the devil to play. It's a place for the Holy Spirit to have its way. In the name of Jesus, no more strife. That constant strife, constant quarrel, constant misunderstanding that comes, it stops. Because now you know your role by the word of God. So it shall be. And so it is. In the name of Jesus. Receive strength tonight to be a woman that God has called you to be. Receive grace to be a woman of grace, man of honor, of power, of substance, of favor. In Jesus' name. He's done so. It is so now. Because we pray with thanksgiving. In Jesus' precious name we pray. Someone say a big amen tonight. I, 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 I feel joy. I, I feel like shouting, but you see, because it's night, I don't want to shout. But there's tremendous power coming at work for you in this city. Because of the changes you will make, you see a turn around in your husband, a turn around in your home. Yeah, some of you, it is, it is that attitude that has kept God's blessings from you. As you make a man and repent and take a new lead, there will be an open door that no man can shut and no man can stop. Every demon assigned to monitor to follow you. 
and, and, and cause this, this, this and, 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 and make your hope to be in disarray. Today I stop them in their tracks. In the name of Jesus. The light of the Lord shall shine. His glory shall show forth. In the name of Jesus. As Jesus entered the house of Peter, the Holy Ghost walk in your house tonight. He walk in your heart tonight. There's peace and joy. I declare reconciliation. I declare tonight you reconcile with your husband and with your wife. There will be joy again. Peace again. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Remember I said before I finish, it is not about the hearing. It's about what? The doing. It's not about blaming or fault, fault finding or when you point finger or apportion blame. No. It's about everyone taking his own role and what? Doing his part. Let's do our part. And the glory of the Lord shall be seen. Peace be unto you. In Jesus' name. Amen. See you again on Saturday by the grace of God 8 p.m. to 9 p.m. If you can, please, I want to invite your friends. Women, men, young people, let them listen to these words. It will bless them. It's a good gift you can give somebody to listen to these words. God bless you tonight. In Jesus' name. Amen.